Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. This is episode 19. Thanks so much for joining us. I am not Nate. I am Anna. Nate is out for the holidays. So what we wanted to do here was for those of you who didn't have a chance to watch the mastermind on the new YouTube system, we wanted to play it for you here. So earlier in December, Nate gave a tour of the new YouTube system and it was really beneficial just to learn the way it is set up because <laughs> it is a very massive system and we want you all to be able to benefit from it and we know that a lot of you are going to be hitting it hard in the new year maybe that's when you're going to be starting your youtube channel so we just want to make sure that you are able to get the most out of it so without further ado here's nate with the new youtube system tour well hello everyone welcome welcome um, what's going to happen here is I'm going to present just a tour of the new YouTube system. All of this, if you knew all, all of, I'm going to tell you more about what's been going on behind the scenes here while we've been developing this, uh, just a tour of it, everything about it, how to use it. I'm super excited. I'm going to show you a bit of the behind the scenes, um, that I have not shared anywhere. And as well as afterwards, I would love to take your questions, any, any, uh, questions or anything you have. But first, I'm going to show you this. <clears throat> Let me walk you through this. So YouTube system took a break from publishing on Channel Makers a while back because everybody thought for some reason people thought I was like sitting on a beach drinking, you know, some fruity drink, you know, relaxing with my feet up. That was definitely not what was happening. <laughs> uh, it was very much work going on behind the scenes here, uh, recording 50 or more videos for this. Um, but the big goal with the YouTube system, it's just a little background here, is... I've seen a common, uh, a few things that commonly happened with growing a YouTube channel. One of them is the prevailing belief that YouTube is luck or that to grow a YouTube channel, you, there's a certain amount you just have to keep grinding. And at some point, hopefully magically, you'll be successful on YouTube. And there was just something about that that sat wrong with me for a long time. And it wasn't able to, it wasn't able, it wasn't until I was able to really Sit down and now, okay, this is actually the process, the sequence of phases that you go through before I was able to say, no, this, there is actually a sequence. And so the entire YouTube system is built that way because in previous iterations, we had looked at it and thinking, um, hey, YouTube's about skills. It's just about skills. That's great. You get the right mix of skills, you'll be successful. Uh, and that just wasn't the case. We also said it's not just about luck. So what is it? It's a combination of the right skill sets, the right amount of time and the right uh, sequence or strategy. So the YouTube system was built to do that. So you've got seven phases and I just wanted to walk you through this so you all can get a really good sense of, of how it's set up and how you can get the most out of it. So the first phase, the compass phase, I'll show you right here. You can see my screen. First phase, compass phase is different than the other phases in that it is designed to be a phase that you come back to over and over again. The other ones, you are, you're gonna go back and review skill sets, but compass phase, the first one, it's, I literally call it, look, this is, you need a compass and this is it. You're going to come back to this uh, often. So what's built in here is everything you need to choose an idea for your channel and your ideas uh, and for your videos and validate those ideas so that, uh, for example, as you're working through this, you know extremely clearly 
by the end of working through all of this, um, what is going to work and what is not going to work on your channel. So the first time you work through this, what you're looking to do is go through the first few steps, jumpstart, and then I purposely, if you, if you have, do not have a lot of experience on YouTube, purposely made it so that you move on before you move on to the archetypes or anything, you go to the jumpstart and then you go right on to phase two because phase two is essentially the beginning phase. Like it's break through the barrier and uh, just get whatever was stopping you from being successful on YouTube, just get past it. So with each phase, you're des it's designed so you have a clear graduation, clear ways to when you know to move on to the next phase. Okay, so for example, phase three, this is how you know when to move on. You've got your, your graduation requirements, your roadmap, all of that. Okay, I guess I wanted to, I think I'm getting too structured here. I just wanted to talk to this point because I'm realizing you can jump in here, you can see all of this. I wanted to speak more to the behind the scenes of you are in a position with your channel, wherever your channel is right now. Uh, if you've been doing it for a while, if you're brand new. And so what this system is designed to do is to say, I am at this point with my channel. You are at, at a certain point with your channel. And so within that phase that you're in, there you know when to move on with the graduation requirements. You also know the goal that you are focusing on right now. So with phase three, for example, uh, let's say you, you've moved on to this point, you've worked through phase one and two, and now these are the skill sets over here on the side. This is the exact, the, the strategies you want to be taking within this phase and, and really developing the skill sets and knowing what to do during this phase. So that when you're ready, when you meet the graduation on this one, for example, publish 20 to 30 videos, no matter how many you already have on your channel, then you know, okay, I am ready to move on to the next phase. We had to do that. I, I had to do that because I realized one of the biggest things I was looking to fix is, and I feel like I mentioned this somewhere else, but one of the biggest things that I was looking to fix is so often I saw it where people would come to me, they would, they would pay me money to look at their channel or whatever, and they were even part of, of things that I had done in the past. And they would ask me questions, say, hey, I had worked through all of it. But when based on the questions that I was getting, I was seeing they hadn't actually applied it. So as well as I possibly could, I built this so that you can't move on until you're applying things, especially at, at phase four, uh, because it really, when you really think about it, it does no good if you're not actually applying things. Uh, so phase four, for example, this is where it, it's the transition. This is where you start getting into actually like outside factors. Your channel has to be getting outside factors like views, et cetera, before you can move on. It's very intentional because we could learn everything in this and not actually, and if we didn't actually apply it, then it wouldn't actually be helpful, right? So that was a big factor in, incorporated there. Uh, and then yes, as always, when, for example, on phase six, the way to move on to phase seven is to actually be making money from your channel and a certain amount of money from your channel. So here's how to use this. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna stop sharing here for a moment. I'm gonna say, here's how to use the YouTube system to the best effect. Go ahead and get in there, get familiar with it, watch through a few videos. You know, you can jump around, try all the things. But what I do not want to see happening is you going in and saying, oh, I, I'm good. I think I'm gonna start at phase six because it's literally built to build on itself. And so uh, there is a time factor 
that will take place. It, even if, for example, you're, you already meet the graduation requirements on views to move from phase four to phase five, let's say that, for example, um, even if your channel's already at that point, I still want you to be making at least 20 videos working on those skill sets. Because what I don't want to see happen is us skipping things, um, skipping skill sets, skipping strategies, because that is what we're all here to do. We're here to build successful YouTube channels. And to the best I could possibly do, I built it to do that. So it actually takes application to progress within it. Okay. So behind the scenes, we knew we had to marry skill sets with the right strategy. Uh, you also have the support. A thing that we are going to be rolling out here, this is my first time announcing this, uh, a thing we're going to be rolling out here is for specific phases within the YouTube system. We're going to start doing um, masterminds just for people in that phase. Uh, for example, phase four. A lot of times I'll see people get stuck at that stage of their channel growth. And so we're going to be doing masterminds, not yet, in a, in a month or so. Um, we're going to be doing masterminds just for if you are in that phase. So the power of that is we'll be able to come together and say, look, I'm in phase four and I need help. Or what are the strategies right now I need to be implementing? Because I know the skill sets. I've been watching through the videos. I get all that. Maybe I'm stuck. And meet together, you and I and anyone else that's in that phase, we meet together just for that phase because it's no longer a, a broad everything YouTube. It's very focused in and helpful with where your channel is uh, at right now at that point. So that's the thing we're going to be rolling out. And then also, this is going to be constantly updated. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> if I told you the number of lessons that I had to say no to before I released the YouTube system, I, I don't even, it's a lot. <laughs> and in fact, if you ask any of the, the income school team here, uh, that I would, I would say, hey guys, I got this crazy plan. I'm going to include like 30 lessons in this one phase. They'd be like, hold on, hold on. We need to, we need to dial back, focus on the essentials, the most important first, but just know that when I say living system, um, this is very much so. And I already have things on the radar to be updated and added. So that'll be kind of fun. It'll be kind of like upgrading as you're going through it. Really, when it comes down to it, I just wanted to address this for everybody. The, the goal here is uh, if you're here brand new, you just barely uh, joined from Channel Makers, if you've been, been here for a while. My goal, I, I built this with, I guess, a little, a little be behind the scenes here. Uh, phase two, for example, I built with my mom in mind. <laughs> um, she's been talking about, she's got something really, really important that she wants to share with the world. And she keeps not doing it because of all the things, all that. There's just a huge barrier to entry, so many skill sets, so many things. And when I look at it, I guess a bit of the why behind the YouTube system is I see you and I know you have something awesome to share. And I don't care if it's inspiring or if it's funny or fun or whatever it is. And anything I can do to help you do that, uh, that's the goal. And so it's built to teach every skill set and all the marketing and everything to be successful on YouTube and to make a good living from it. So that's the goal there. Anyway, so enough about that. You're working through the YouTube system. You are going through generally in order of phases. There's going to be clear instructions. If you've already got a YouTube channel, this is the big variation uh, from if any of you watch the webinar. How many of you, if I raise a hand, I don't know if you can give me a, a raise a hand. Did you watch the Channel Makers webinar, the, the, the video that I published on Channel Makers yesterday? If I, start, if I were starting a YouTube channel in 2022, that one? Okay. So there is a difference from that in that the first step I put in that one was the barrier break. 
And then the second step I put as the uh, channel ideation. So that is actually swapped from what's in the phases um, because in general, phase two is the barrier break and phase one is the compass because the compass is, it's you come back to, you're realigning your channel over and over again. Um, and for the sake of teaching it, I had to switch those so it made sense. But just know if you are brand new, if you're starting off on YouTube and you don't feel like you have a lot of confidence in producing videos and getting them on YouTube and getting a regular publishing routine, then the first thing you're going to want to do is go to the phase one, go right in there and um, go to the jump start, and then go right on into phase two, work through the entirety of phase two, and then come back to phase one and go through the instructions if you're returning. If you have a more established channel, you feel like you have a reasonable amount of confidence um, making videos and making them public on YouTube, then you're able to start working through perhaps some of the most ninja elements of the YouTube system, the archetypes, 3.7 type five channel archetypes. This is a concept that if you're not familiar with is going to totally blow your mind. The approach to YouTube, this is one of the biggest determining factors on why channels have repeatability with their audience, like they attract an audience versus they don't. This channel archetypes right here. Uh, I do not talk about that publicly on channel makers. This, the industry audit, um, this is the best way I have found to identify where your capacity ceiling is if to validate is the idea you have for your channel of whether you're currently doing it or you you're uh, you've been doing it for a while or you're thinking of doing it industry audit is going to do that drafting is one of the best strategies to get quick traction on youtube crafting your channel is one of the the most <laughs> i keep saying this, the most ninja ways that i have found to make it so that you know that a video idea is a good idea before you even publish crafting your channel this one right here and it's the foundation for this next lesson, which is video ideation and workflow. So you know how to come up with ideas on a consistent basis. Um, and then channel review is one that you're going to come back to you after you have your channel more established in the future. So that's why I say compass phase, you're going to come back to this a lot. And then for the rest of it, it's pretty self-explanatory. All right, questions time. Um, I see James, you have a raised hand there. All right, James, what do you got? All right. Okay, so uh, quick question. Uh, I haven't had a chance to go through all of the the new materials yet. Okay. But I was kind of curious, do you talk about or cover in in the materials the usage of the tools? Like I know you've been doing a lot of collaborations with VetIQ, things like that. The usage of the tools, how to best utilize them, uh, at what stage do you want, you know, do you use those types of tools or, or would they be the b most beneficial to use as opposed to just like coming out of the gate, buying a tool set, spending the money on that and it not really giving mm -hmm. you any added value because you're not at a stage where that tool would be a benefit to you. Okay. So do you have anything like that in your, No, that's a great question. So no, the, the quick answer is no, I don't think about a specific tool. Um, but on a broad level, those tools do a few things for people. They make analytics or data about your, your uh, channel more easily accessible. So BitIQ, TubeBuddy, those tools, right? Um, they make them more easily accessible on your channel. They also do um, SEO type of things to try to help you give predictions on how well a title or a keyword will work in search. Um, and then they have various like checklists and things to make sure that you're publishing your videos right. So for tools, like VidIQ or, or TubeBuddy, they, they are really good if, you do, if you are really not familiar with YouTube 
and you want something to kind of give you a checklist, help you walk through, then you can get them in an early stages on your channel. In many cases, uh, this is uh, me speaking, uh, I'm obviously biased on this, but if you're, if you're looking to come up with good video ideas, unless you're very search heavy with your channel, the tool is not what I'd recommend until your channel is at a later, later phase, meaning phase four or five at least, uh, using the paid version of the tools. That's usually my experience with it, at least for the SEO aspect of it. Unless your channel is being built primarily around search, and then it might make sense to do a little earlier on. So yeah, okay. to answer your question. Yeah, yeah. I was just, like I said, I was curious about that because um, I know that there's, you know, you're doing a lot of collaborations with vidIQ and which is fun. I, I enjoy watching those videos. Um, but I was just kind of curious whether or not you had equated the usage of tools, whether it be vidIQ or any of the other ones, into the materials or if there were any plans, future state, to incorporate something like that, like a small mini course or like maybe a, a lesson within one of the phases that goes into what is vidIQ and how do you utilize vidIQ for what you're trying to do with building your channel up through this process? Mm -hmm. Just yes. a suggestion. Oh, yeah. No, and that's point point taken, uh, noted. Um, that's not in the first iteration, uh, but it's definitely something on the radar. Great. Thank, Thank you, much. James. We have a couple of chats here. Um, Kim said, I just brought the Project 24 one hour ago and I'm already in a mastermind. Welcome. <laughs> That's awesome. Here in Australia, it's early in the morning, brush my teeth and hair and got on. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to answer this question in the chat here. Okay. There's in on Project 24 courses, there's a YouTube course and the YouTube system. Should we be running through both? So the YouTube system effectively completely replaces the old ones. We're gonna, we're gonna keep those ones up. Their YouTube course is actually a previous iteration of the YouTube system. And I took a lot of the best parts of that and incorporated it into the system. But the YouTube course, I need to label it as archive. Uh, we're gonna keep it up there in case you wanna go through it, but um, the YouTube system completely replaces it. Okay, I had another raise hand, uh, Howard. Hey, congratulations, Nate. Um, well done on the channel. Well done on the course. Uh, you got a lot to be proud of here. And um, I'm already uh, plowing through it. So, uh, and I'm enjoying all the videos and the uh, recommendations, already learning a ton of stuff. Great. The question I have is about audit. I get the process and the spreadsheet and how to do it, but I'm a little bit um, hung up on whether it's a metric or a benchmark that I'm looking for. I know it's a ratio, but you didn't really specify uh, how much the ratio should be or, or what you should look for in that ratio to find that crack. Mm -hmm. So you're looking to with an industry audit. Is that what you're asking about? Yeah. Yeah. Step three, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what he's referring to for everybody who hasn't been through it yet in the industry audit, uh, there's something we talk about finding cracks on YouTube. That's basically going in and searching for queries or things where you see a video did really well but the channel is small. So you see that's a crack. Like uh, if, for example, I have how to replace, uh, I'm trying to think of something, how, how to fix a certain type of light. Uh, let, let's say I've got a light here, so I'm referencing that. How to fix this specific type of light. And if you see a video that has 100,000 views on it, but the channel only has 600 subscribers, for example, that would be a crack on YouTube. Because what you see is the interest is outmatching the level of content that is on YouTube already. So as far as a ratio, what you're looking for, it, it, I, I don't have a magical number ratio, 
But in general, if you see in the top 10 results on YouTube, you see there, there's um, several videos and for most of them, the view count is higher than the subscriber count of the channel. That is definitely a crack. And any amount of higher than the subscriber count is generally an indication of that. The larger the ratio, the bigger the potential. So yeah, that's a great question. Great, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Um, Sharon has a question higher up in the chat. So I'm gonna look in the chat here real quick. Sharon, okay. Uh, aha, uh, so Nate, for brand new channels, are you saying the first 12 videos should be done before the industry audit and channel crafting? Yes, I am. Very much so. And I need to make that more clear. I'm realizing in the instructions in the, in the first phase, because here's the thing, friends, uh, if you're, especially for brand new channels, this is why I say phase two was especially made for uh, my mom. <laughs> I had her in mind. If she ever watches this, she, she's going to like shake her head at me, but because she's, I see, I just kind of use it as a model, but I see it happening a fair amount of times where people get caught up in all the analysis paralysis and they start being like, ah, oh, my logo, my banner, my, I, I can't even make a video. I don't know how to make a video. And when really the conversation will change caliber, will become dramatically better if we just made some videos and put them up and then we have a conversation. So because I've, I've had people that come to me over and over with questions and when it really came down to it, they weren't making videos. <laughs> so I was like, just make videos. So yes, to answer your question, you would do the jump start, you do the compass up to the jump start, and then go right over into phase two. And only after you're done with phase two, do you go back to phase one. Great. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay. I'm going to go to uh, Brian. Nate. Uh, Howdy. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. Wonderful. So this is live right now. It is. Okay. So I, okay. Cause I, so I, I mean, I'm really new, like three weeks or so. And so I, when, when I, thank you, when I heard you were starting this, I stopped. And I thought, I'm going to wait till this new thing comes out. So when I start into this, the old one I was using, I'm not going back to that at all. That's archived. It's I'm archived. going into the new, correct? Mm -hmm. And so um, also when you're saying you need to make a certain number of videos, is that live? Is that shorts? Is that, is it any video yeah, no, content? Great question. Um, full effort videos. Um, so whatever that definition is for you. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Enough. So yeah, the, really by, by the end, if you followed everything to the T, there's something like 132 videos you would make if everything went perfectly throughout the entire okay. system, right? But a lot okay. of times, if you're stuck in a phase, if you're just not able to move on with the actual results from your audience, like you're not getting the views coming in or the revenue coming in, mm -hmm. then you'd stay and keep making videos because something okay. about your channel you haven't figured out yet. And that's okay. okay. It's just, you don't have the model yet. Okay. So yeah, thank, thank you, Nate. Yeah, great question. Okay, I'm gonna look at the chat here. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, uh, James Adams says, Nate, is there a time frame associated with the views being higher than sub count? If you have a vid that is three years old, it could have a higher view count than the subscriber count. Okay, so that's great. So he's clarifying on the industry audit thing again. Usually, if we're looking for cracks in the content, we're looking for recency. Um, so I don't have a hard, fast rule, but generally I look in the last year year or newer content that's what i'm looking for because a lot of times if it's like a seven-year-old video and it's and it's huge like it's almost youtube was so different then is different rules so it almost doesn't even apply so yeah okay uh chris i'm going to take this and then kara i've got you you ready kara okay i'm going to answer this one more uh, question in the chat here chris says 
Nate, what is the general timeline for the entire YouTube course? Uh, you said phase two should be around four to eight weeks or less. Um, how about the entire system? Is it also 24 months? So if everything went perfectly, um, it would, and you're publishing, I mean, it really just depends. I didn't, I purposely didn't put a time frame on it, like exact months, because it depends on a lot of outside factors, but also how often you're publishing. If you can pack more learning and skill sets into shorter amount of time by publishing more often, I know it's not the case for everybody. If it's a side gig, if you're only able to do it on the weekends, that's totally fine, right? But it is associated with how often you're publishing. So video-wise, it's <laughs> the short answer is as many as it takes. If it, like I was saying earlier, if it was perfect to the T, be about 132 videos, okay? And for some channels, it may be a lot more than that. Um, it's just, I had to put some sort of ballpark on it. So great question there. All right, Kara. Okay, are you ready for this one? All I right. I'm ready. Okay, I have, I have three YouTube channels, but we're talking about two, all right? Okay. One of them is, I think, I don't know if you remember, I asked you before about my product-based business. I have a YouTube channel for that, intending to drive traffic to a website where I sell cake decorating products, okay? That's right, I remember. And then the other one, the other channel is my older channel, which I used to have cake decorating videos on, but now it's evolved into a channel about selling online if you have a small creative home-based business. Okay. Right. So I talk a lot about Etsy and mm -hmm. selling online and that kind of stuff. So what I did, I was going through the industry audit for the cake decorating channel because I'm like, I'll just go and work on that. And I have realized that nobody watches the kinds of videos that I would need to make to drive things to my product-based business. They are just searching for them on Google and finding the videos and coming to YouTube because mm -hmm. every single video of these channels that I'm looking at to draft, number one, they, they don't get any views. It's, they're terrible. It's, mm -hmm. they, have, they have subscribers, but people are not watching these videos. And the ones that are being watched are the ones that show up in Google search results. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm the 0.75. This is, uh -huh. this is the 0.75 on Archetype, that channel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On my other channel, which has now become the e-commerce kind of chat channel, that one is starting to, I'm, I'm breaking like $1,200 a month already in ads and I'm not really trying, you know, nice. I'm just, I'm talking about stuff, but I'm not doing it the quote unquote right way. Mm -hmm. All right. But I think that that's part of why my audience likes me because I don't do get rich quick stuff. And I'm always saying you have to do the work and it's completely the opposite of the rest of the people in that niche. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of afraid to do an industry audit for that because I'm afraid that it's going to be like all the get rich quick videos are the ones that people are watching and that kind of stuff. I haven't done it yet, but that's just, you know, but what, what I'm wondering, and I don't even know really kind of how to distill this down, but do you think based on the fact that, that the cake decorating stuff, in, in the, it's a specific niche of cake decorating, it's not just decorating cakes, okay? Um, do you think that based on the fact that most of the videos that I'm seeing seem to be getting their traffic from Google, from Google search, mm -hmm. um, should I just say that's how it is for that? and just go with that and kind of keep kind of basing it on Google search and doing, it's like doing a blog search analysis and then doing a video based on it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then work on my other channel to kind of build on the momentum that it has going through the program with the, um, like the system with the audit, the drafting and all that kind of stuff. 
Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's the approach that I should be taking just financially. Mm -hmm. And I guess I just need you to tell me if that's what you would do. You know, one, so one's making you money, the other one's not. Yeah, because I I just I pretty I just started the second one to kind of accompany my website, um, but I really haven't been working on it because I was waiting for the system to come out. But now that I did the industry <laughs> audit, I realized that there's no traffic there. Uh -huh. it, there's just people are not going to YouTube to watch the kinds of videos that I would be doing or the uh -huh. videos that other people in that niche are doing. It's okay, really weird. so uh, no, that's great. So great. Um, first of all, isn't that great to know? You did yeah, industry is. audit, you know there isn't traffic yeah. there. Do you know yeah. how many people spend years not knowing that? A lot, I was actually, a lot of people. I was going to thank you for forcing me to go through this because <laughs> I am not compliant. And I said, to, I said, I'm going to be compliant and I'm going to go through it. And it made me realize that there's Good. just not enough traffic to generate any kind of income from it. Because so, here's the thing, yeah. this is for you, Kara, but also for everybody watching this. And I'll say this, if you want to know how to break Nate's heart, it would be if you were to come to me and say, oh, my channel is not working. And I would just say, like, did you do the system? Like, did you did you work through the stuff? Like, how many videos have you published? And if you were to say, I, I'm, yeah, I went through it. It, it didn't work for me. But if you didn't actually do it, oh no, it would just break my heart. I would be, I would be so yeah, upset about that. So I'm glad you're working through it. That's awesome. Okay, so um, good industry audit. I'm going to challenge that. So you said there isn't a lot of traffic. That's great. Uh, I've had several times where people said there's no other channels like the one I'm doing. They just didn't dig deep enough. So there's it's possible you just need to spend more time digging for that. However, if it is a Google search traffic thing, then then if that really is the case then yeah, you're a 0.75 and just build the channel that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. It really is that way. Yeah. Because okay. the, yeah, there's, there's not very many people that do what I do in cake decorating. And I, the, all the people on YouTube that were coming up were the same ones that I found for the blog and they're, you know, so. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah. So, and do you think I should try to build the other one and like do things the right quote unquote, right way. Yes. Uh, start okay. from the beginning. And this goes for everybody watching this. Um, if, you, if you're having any questions about like, should I work through the whole thing with my current channel? The answer is yes, uh, with the YouTube system, because there are going to be things I would almost bet on this. Uh, there are going to be things, I, except I'm not a betting person, but <laughs> there's going to be things that slipped through the cracks, even if you already have a successful channel, um, which is why I recommend just go through it step-by-step step, uh, work through it. So, Great. so yes, okay. especially if the one is making you money and, and, and you have an audience of people that are liking it. Yeah. Focus yeah, in on that. It's accidentally successful. So I think that if I go through the system, it might actually improve that. So that'll be great. Great. Thank you. Awesome. So much. Thank you, Kara. Okay. I'm going to look at a couple of these chats, make sure I'm staying up in the time. Uh, JJ said, uh, any tips for reviving a dormant channel? I have 8,000 subscribers on my nine-year-old nine YouTube channel. Um, go through the system, treat it like a brand new channel. Um, cause that is, it, even if you have from the past, from a YouTube algorithm standpoint, if you have a dormant channel, it's almost like those old subscribers aren't even there. They may do a little bit of like, Hey, let me, let's show your videos to your old people just to see if they like it. But most of the time, just treat it like a brand new channel. That's a great question. Okay. Making sure, how do I decide? Mike says, I'm hope I'm trying not to miss anybody here, but uh, Mike says, 
How do I decide if a niche is large enough? My niche RetroTech has a couple one plus million outliers, but most channels are 50 to 125,000 subscribers. That sounds great. You're golden. That's a good niche. Uh, if you're looking at that capacity on YouTube, that's great. And in fact, many channels at only 50,000 subscribers are making great money. And that, like, that's, that's all they want. Unless you, the only reason I would say um, switch niches or broaden niches is if your goal is to have a massive audience, like 2 million subscribers or more, then okay, maybe we need to do it at that point. But if you're looking at something like that, yeah, that's, that's golden. Okay, um, Craig says, reply to the timeline. I've been doing about, about two videos a week since the end of May, my six month anniversary, okay. I hit 1,000 subscribers yesterday, awesome. And I published 74 videos, okay. Couldn't have done an accurate without the YouTube system course. So thank you, Nate and Anna. I'm super excited to get in the new course and it's so good to be here. That's awesome, so great. Uh, Sharon asked, when will the masterminds for phases begin? We don't have a definite uh, time yet, but we're looking at the new year mostly because in order to actually work through everything up to the point that we need those, it'll take a little time. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, I guess you already answered that. Okay. That's great. Okay. Patrick, what you got for me? Uh, can you hear me? All right. I can hear you. All right. Perfect. Yeah. I just joined um, the program maybe like a week ago. So like right Welcome. before you dropped the new program, I joined through your channel. Um, and so I haven't gone through the new course yet and I'm excited to do so. Um, I guess part of what I fear is like um, my channel, I started posting like 2015 and it got to like 30 K subscribers. Mm -hmm. um, but for the like the last two years, it's basically been a dead channel, even though I've been posting and mm -hmm. the views have gone down to where it's like, <laughs> you know, and, and when it was working, like the business side of it was good, but now I'm not getting any views and that's obviously affecting traffic to any of my funnels. And so um, mm -hmm. I definitely really want to follow the process and make it work. I guess I, part of what I'm hoping to ask you is like, you know, is it possible for me to revive this dead channel? One, two, if so, like what would be the best way for me to go through your system? And three, like, what if I reach a point where maybe I feel like I go through your archetypes and I'm like, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. Is it better to just, would it at that point, would I just be better off starting a brand new channel? Like, I don't know. No, those, those are very valid questions. Uh, what's the niche like what's the uh, channel uh it's uh dating advice for men dating advice um and part of what i want to do is like i've just noticed that a, it's definitely become a lot more saturated in the last year and a half than it was when i first started so that could mm -hmm. have an effect um but every definitely. dating advice channel is doing the same types of videos and uh -huh. and so maybe i just need to innovate on that but i also would like to just grow it. Cause I've noticed there's not like any million subscriber dating advice channels. Those are so few and far between, which maybe means that the niche is too niche, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities going on here. Competition going up um, too niche. Like there's too many, um, I'm sorry, not, not enough audience, not enough capacity seeing that's why the industry audit. Have you done that yet? No, I literally, I'm going to okay. go through the course today. So what I'm going to recommend is you treat it like a clean slate. Okay. Don't, I wouldn't make the leap yet to a brand new channel. Um, not, especially if you're planning on targeting the same niche, I wouldn't do that. Uh, but just go through the system, treat it like brand new. Um, like, <laughs> sorry, I just looked at the chat. No one is dating anymore. Ashley <laughs> says, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so, sorry. So if it's the same niche and it's fine, yeah, the glory days in the past, it's dead now. 
treat it like a clean slate and go through the system, especially the first compass phase, because you're going to get some really good ideas of why it's performing the way it is right now, mm. why it's not going anywhere. You're going to get some really good pointers on that. In that sense, would I would you recommend like <coughs> a bunch of old videos, even even ones that have views and stuff? Don't don't worry about it. Okay. Unless the only time I recommend unlisting old videos is if is if they're like really different from where you're going with your with your channel. That's mm. the only reason I'd say that. Got so, it. Okay. If they're not, if it's similar, just keep them. Yeah, makes sense. Perfect, man. I think that yeah. was all the questions I had. Great question. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I was just looking at the chat here. Natasha says, I enhanced the industry audit template. What? How did you enhance perfection there? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure it's going to be updated. Um, did the audit. So I recommend doing that. You know what? If, if you have some awesome insights on that, Natasha, I'm all ears. Uh, you can message me or whatever. Um, hear about that. Okay. There's some other great uh, pointers in there. Okay. Zachary, I got you. What do you got for me? You hear me? Yes. And remind me of your wife's name. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix. That's right. Hi. I knew you had an awesome name. <laughs> yeah. Hers is memorable. <laughs> uh, so my question for you today is, is there anything in the new YouTube system about like outsourcing or trying to like, you know, grow our business, our YouTube business more exponentially by, you know, trying to get more help. So possibly we can get more videos or make them maybe someone who's actually better at editing or something like that. Is there anything like that in the system? Uh, yes. In later phases. At, at okay. this point, it's a bit more uh, strategic advice. Um, it's more strategic advice and less like specific step-by-step -step at this mm -hmm. point. That's not to say we'll be added in the future. But yes, definitely in later phases, we start talking about um, potential ways to do that. Okay, good. Awesome. Yeah. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. That was it. My question's easy. Great. Oh, well, oh, that was easy. Thank you. <laughs> okay, David. <clears throat> Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Excellent. Happy holidays, by the way. Happy holidays. Um, I got a channel. It's got about 45 videos, uh, mostly like how to, right? How to, you know, just those fix it kind of things mm -hmm. related to a particular niche. Um, I enjoy those styles of video. I, it's kind of the engineering brain in me that wants to go that way. Does the new course kind of tackle that type of, channel i get huge views but i low subscriber count right people pop in figure out how to do what they want to do and and pop off right so yeah yeah so does it handle more of the how-to type of uh, the, the channel, channel right yeah 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 it does yeah um Easy. especially if are you looking to build you're looking to build the channel get more subscribers and get more people watching each video is that what you're looking to do yeah and get it to a obviously number one, a monetized state. I got another channel that's more story-based that works that way, but I truthfully don't enjoy the videos that build that type of thing, right? That, mm -hmm. that you know, have people keep coming back more and more. I'd rather do how to, right? How to fix this, how to fix that. Very straightforward, mm -hmm. like to like that format and I can go through it, you know, and, and you know, uh, draft it up and put it together pretty, pretty quickly but again it it gets low subscriber count low returns but high mm -hmm. high views so yeah so what it sounds like if, especially if that's what you want to do is if you watch the the 3.75 archetypes lesson in the compass okay. phase you either you've either got an information channel 
the first or the right. 0.75, the very searchable. Um, most channels, unless you want it to be extremely passive, just search focused, most channels would benefit from adopting one of the other archetypes. Yep. So in your case, I would definitely look into the information one and the strategies involved with that. Okay, perfect, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you, David. Maria, hello. I'm, hello, uh, hi. Hello, hello. Can I've you been hear me? Super, Hola. It's been super, I can hear you. <laughs> can you hear me? Hola. Hola, yeah. Nate. Hola. <laughs> um, so, so it's been really cool to see your channel growing, by the way. I've just Yes, been thank you so the, much. And I just wanted to say, like, in front of everyone here, yesterday was one year of my channel on YouTube. And I reached my first $1,000 of revenue. I mean, um, that's not like uh, ads, YouTube ads, but uh, teaching. I found a lot of people on YouTube to teach. Yes. So thank you, Nate. It was all thanks to you. Um, so I, I, I've been following your system from the beginning until mm -hmm. now, and I will continue doing so. But my question for today is about shorts, because mm -hmm. I did only four, uh, five shorts and they attracted a lot of audience, but, uh, I would have a lot of subscribers in a day, let's say 300 subscribers, but then they would unsubscribe the same day. So I guess they were just unsatisfied with the whole channel but those shorts were very specific because they had like a visual dictionary so mm -hmm. that was something totally different to what I generally do and I don't know what to do with shorts because I'm afraid that it might affect my channel like having ups and downs but I would like to continue doing them because they look fun and I think they can be useful so what's your approach on shorts right now um so you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> it's for everybody. If anybody has a question about YouTube shorts right now, um, if you are not doing entertainment style of content, then shorts are not going to work. Um, so by entertainment, I mean the people, the reason people are watching is just for like, oh, that was really interesting. Or, oh, I never knew that. Or, oh, that was funny. If people aren't doing that or, or speaking of the archetypes, the entertainment archetype, um, shorts are 95% that. Like, when I say 95%, I mean 95% of all the shorts that I see that ever gain any traction on YouTube shorts are entertainment. So mm -hmm. if, first of all, if you, if you don't want to do entertaining shorts, like the shorts themselves, then don't do shorts. Uh, second of all, if the rest of your content on your channel isn't that style of stuff, like if you're looking to get combined shorts with other content on your channel, if there isn't a lot of similarity in entertainment, leading with the entertainment archetype, uh, YouTube shorts, their, their day has passed <laughs> okay. for that. Okay. Okay. They're still Thank incredibly you. effective if you're looking to build an entertainment style of audience or if you're looking to become more of an influencer. Okay, definitely like a, not that. A well -known Thank you name. so much. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're welcome. That's Thank a great you. question. All right. Thank you, Maria. Okay. Jeremy says, I disagree. I use shorts as a pointer to my long form content, driving traffic to my how-to videos. That is awesome. Go ahead and message me, Jeremy. I would love to hear how that's been working for you. Cool. I think for the sake of time, I'm going to take these last uh, raised hands. I think I have four more here. And then we're going to wrap it up for today. So Adri, Adri, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Adrian. Hey. Adrian. Okay. So I'll try and keep this super short because I want everybody oh, to get a chance to. Um, I got a blog. It makes about 500 a month. 
got a channel as well. My channel does about 200 month. One's obviously much newer than the other, but both were started before I joined P24. I have an offline business that's seasonal, so I can actually shut it down for about three months time. I know up until now, the general consensus was to do one program at a time. So blogging first and then blogging or one or the other. Given that I do have, you know, my feet very wet in both, um, both buckets, do you see the, the two courses as kind of being one drawing away from another? Or do you think given that I have so much free time and I know what I'm doing, it would be okay? Ah, that's a, that's a great question. So you're wondering, um, should you do both at once? Or what, mm -hmm. are you, what are you wondering? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you feel like you have the, the capacity to do both well, then mm -hmm. go ahead. Okay. Yeah, right now I totally don't, but I'll be shutting down a couple of weeks and then I feel like after that, I'll be okay. Okay. Cool. Then Thanks go for it. it. Awesome. Yeah, that's Thank a great you. question. Thank you. Kim, hello. Hi. Uh, just I'm on my 27th video and my videos are just starting to um, get more viewers. But one of the issues I have, oh, by the way, I'm in Australia, but I'm Canadian. So and I've been here 35 years, so I don't have an Australian accent. So uh -huh. if you're wondering, it's Australia, but there's no accent. Anyhow, that's why. Um, <laughs> okay. So I do camping videos and solo female traveler videos where it doesn't break the budget or break up the marriage. So I'm not solo, but mm -hmm. I go off on my own and I take these little trips. The thing is, so that it doesn't break up the marriage, I can't go away every week. Uh -huh. I can only go away probably every three or four weeks. And what I do is on the off times, I'll do a video of my husband, uh, not my husband, of us traveling. Or I'll do a video of my grandkids. I have 11 grandkids and I'm looking at a grandkid channel as well. But um, so I might do off videos. The ones that do the best are the ones about camping and being a solo female about camping. The trick mm -hmm. is trying to post every week. And I know now that um, I'm posting every week, it's um, I've really like I heard you say something about 25 videos and then you said something about 50 videos. And I was so glad because by waiting to 25 videos to see if I actually started to get some traction by video 25, things started to pick up. It's been phenomenal. Mm. And awesome. um, so like, you know, my channel is still really, really little, but the issue is what to post in the off weeks. Like I, I, I could do a whole channel on traveling with my husband. I, I am looking at a whole channel on my grandkids. Um, but and uh, the video I'm doing this week now is comparing sleeping in my four by four and how I converted that. And now I have a rooftop tent for summer because it's mm -hmm. coming into summer here in Australia mm -hmm. and, and why I did decide to go with the rooftop tent and all that stuff. So to fill in those, like, is it okay to keep doing the grandkids, the, the husband and I traveling to fill in the weeks or should I just be really paring down and trying to find all kinds of other stuff and leave those for another channel? Because predominantly, I think I'm, a, I'm about travel or am I only about solo travel? It's really difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, look at it from your audience perspective. Why are, they, why are they there and what are their interests? And so make sure that, you know, it sounds like potentially um, either you need to, so you've got your niche, is your slice of the pie on YouTube. Sounds like either you need to expand it to add some new content types or um, deepen it. So make it deeper. So either of those ways, I would look at the, well, industry audits going through the compass phase in the, in the system, industry audit, as well as the drafting. Because when you get a sense of what's out there, what the audience likes, 
if you can find with drafting, for example, if you can find other channels that have similar audiences to what you're looking to target, look at the other types of content they're doing on their channel, because that will give you some good pointers of what might work with your audience. Okay, we'll yeah. do. Thank you. I'm glad I super signed. Helpful. What was that? <laughs> so glad I signed up this morning. Oh, great. Oh, hey, you signed up this morning. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, I signed up like uh, two hours ago, and then I saw there's a there's a. Uh, uh, live on, and then I went. Oh my goodness! In Australia, that's eight a.m. I can brush my teeth and brush my hair and go on it. So, glad. <laughs> well, that's great. Welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Good question, Jeff. Hey. So, uh, any case, just wanted to say thank you for um, inspiring me to join the uh, the course here. I've been watching videos for about six months, and um, just setting up a a YouTube to start on uh, our new. YouTube channel start very first and then watching your show about getting in there and recording videos because it's like I have this great light I have this great camera I'm all set I've got all my videos and I just haven't made any videos yet so in any case it's I'm, I'm jumping in the call to action so my question is I was going to do like uh, introduce myself for 30 days maybe 31 days of Christmas or December or something just to really push myself so the thing is I'm a how-to channel about how to become a virtual tour photographer because I've been doing, I've been shooting panoramic photography for 23 years, uh, primarily for Google. And um, cool. any case, yeah, and my my channel name or my company name is 360 Niche. And my channel name is my 360 Niche. So I'm going to be teaching people how to do it from the way I got into it as an entrepreneur versus being a photographer. So I've got a kind of cool niche, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, any case, my question is, if I do. 31 videos or say 20. So if I do um, 20 videos, say for December, my video plan or is to, is to create a course. That's why I'm doing the YouTube channel eventually. And so if I do, if I just practice with 20 so videos for the month of December, kind of introducing me and about what do I do and maybe going through like, you know, actually going and shooting a client. Um, I mean, I should say photography, a client, you know, um, it, I mean, is that going to, is that going to, detract from my channel or is that going to help or, or just 20 videos in your first month doesn't really matter as far as the algorithm goes. So I just don't want to hurt myself doing these kind of outside of my plan videos, but I know I need to get started doing yeah. it. Yeah, no, great question. So first of all, videos introducing yourself, nobody cares. And okay. I don't say that to me personally, like it's just people don't care right. <laughs> until you are already somebody, they don't care who you are. It's just kind of how it works. I know that's the cut and dried. People do care about people. People are kind. I, I get that. But on YouTube, for example, in terms of like marketing and that type of thing, people won't watch videos of someone that they have no idea who they are if the video is just, hey, introducing myself, right? Yeah. Um, so that, as far as being part of like a content strategy, you probably won't get views. I'm just saying. But the benefit of actually making videos and practicing making videos intentionally making videos um that is always helpful especially if you if you've been going dilly dallying back and forth not actually making videos for a while um actually just diving in and making videos so actually perhaps what i'd recommend for you is that you go in um to the first compass phase do your jump start and then just go to phase two and just start making videos where you're just publishing videos don't worry too much about what they're about or anything like that um, that could be one approach, or if you want to take more of the, like, just to get videos out, that would be that approach. Just break the barrier, just make videos, get them on your YouTube channel, right? 
if that's what's the main thing that's stopping you. If another approach is you could do just a little bit more research and try to do your best with your first few videos to make them full effort videos that you think might do well. You're not an expert at on YouTube doing this specific niche yet, right? You know what you're doing, but not on YouTube in this specific situation. So um, doing your best of those full effort videos. And if you can make 20 full effort videos in your first month, then go for it. Um, people aren't going to, people aren't going to mind. Okay, cool. That was a great question. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds like a cool news. Oh, and, and by the way, I just joined yesterday. So hey, welcome. It was it was your video yesterday morning with my first cup of coffee that I was like, I'm doing serendipity, man. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, welcome. So glad you're here, Jeff. Thank you. Okay. Oh, we've got this whole like awesome like side conversation happening in the comments here about cats. <laughs> this is awesome. That's great. Okay, Lindsay. Let's take your question, then we're gonna wrap it up for today. Hi, yeah, my question is about the industry audit. Um, I think you mentioned earlier, and sorry if you've mentioned this already mm -hmm. and I've missed it, but you said if you can't find traffic, sometimes you need to just dig a little deeper just to make sure. And I was just wondering, how do you explore that in the YouTube system? Because mm -hmm. I've done an industry audit already, but I'm always second guessing myself, like, is it enough? Are the numbers enough? I think I'm doing the right thing, but then I'm not sure. So what does digging deeper look like? No, that's a very good question. So one thing, um, just because I'm thinking of it right now, something you could do is if you're willing to share in the Project 24 community. So you get in there and say, guys, I've, I've done my industry audit. This is what I'm seeing. And maybe share some of your you know, screenshots of, of what you're finding in your, your blueprint or something, um, just as much as you're willing to, as you feel comfortable sharing, right? So get some feedback there. But then as far as digging deeper, there's different slices or layers that you can go with this. And this is good because Craig is saying here, um, uh, it's been a pain point for me too. I really struggle with that assessment. Great. Um, anyway, so, so back to this. So there's the, the singular approach of just checking, do multiple searches. Find the, the best ways I found to do this, and I kind of already covered this in the industry audit, is just as much as I can, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of my audience. Just be them. Whoever I'm trying to go, like whatever I'm trying to do, what am I thinking? What are the questions I'm having? What are the types of content I enjoy watching? And what can help in many cases is to make a massive list of questions and just start typing them into the, the search and see what videos come up. And then from there, find channels, drill through on channels, see you know what, what are these channels covering? Um, how big are the channels? Um, how many views do those channels get? All of those factors, right? Because on a high level with the industry audit, what I'm looking to do is get to know what the capacity is on YouTube, what's already there and what the capacity could be on YouTube. So yeah, I don't know if that's being helpful. Is that is that helping? Is that answering your question? Does it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. Um, I, I think it's one of those things that I'll get better with it or more comfortable with it over time. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just because it's the first ones that I'm doing. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, I, I just feel, I feel like I'm not a numbers person. So I'm always questioning my numbers and always questioning, is this what I think it is? So I think the more that I do it and the more that I become a numbers person, the more comfortable I'll be with it. Mm -hmm. um, so, so speaking yeah. in terms of not numbers people, I'm not naturally a numbers person either. Um, another way to look at it is developing a sixth sense. And an intuition, like an intuitive sense of 
what's out there. So you can you can pull in the numbers. That's good. Pay attention to the numbers. So we have like data based aspects, and this is for everybody here on this call, by the way. Um, with the industry audit, I'll say this: if you have trouble with the numbers aspect, go with the intuition aspect. If you have trouble with the intuition, go with the numbers. It's it's fine. We need both, right? Because in an ideal world, by the end of an industry audit, this won't happen the first time through, probably, but by the end, you would just know what's on YouTube. You would have such a good sense of what the audience looks like, what the, who the creators are, what types of content they're making, what content works well, what doesn't work well, um, the intents of the audience, how big the audience is. I would just know those things so that when I move on to the future phases in the compass, it's more of, it's like built into me. It's like an intuit, intu, intuitive sense of, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. I know what's on YouTube. I know what's there. And YouTube is unique because we can almost see the entire market there on YouTube. It's, it's a lot harder in other markets to see this is everything available. But on YouTube, we have the entire platform there. And we have a lot of access to numbers like view counts and subscriber counts, right? Um, so we're just getting that sense when we're going through the audit. So for your sake, Lindsay, I'm, I'm going to say if, if the numbers are, if you're getting caught too much on the numbers, still do them, but just know as you're working through this, you're building that sixth sense of what it is, what's available on YouTube. Thank Hopefully you. that's helpful. Yeah, no, it is. Thank you. Great. Okay. Uh, Craig was saying, yes, after six months and 74 videos, I'm finding intuition is starting to grow. Okay. I have a feel if the video will be good or not. Another six months. Um, and hopefully I'll have a better honed feel for this. Thanks, Nate. Makes sense. Okay. So to speak to that point also, one of the biggest results you're going to get from the first phase, compass phase, I keep coming back to this because it's one of the biggest missing parts for most channel makers, is this, this intuition. It's not only just perception, it's actually backed by numbers. So you know what's on YouTube, as well as um, a reasonable prediction of what types of content you can make that will be reasonably to greatly successful. And if you knew how big of a deal that is to know when you are making a piece of content that it will be successful. And for most channel makers, it takes a year or more to get that sense. And so with the compass phase, we're looking to shortcut that, get it in a lot less time. And as you're working through each of the phases, everyone, you're, you're gonna keep coming back to it. You're gonna keep going through all this stuff. You're gonna keep developing that intuition and um, you're gonna have light bulb moments perpetually going on there. That's the full, full intent here. So thank you everybody for attending. I'm super excited for you to be in the YouTube system. Stay active in the community. And as you have, like there was a few people who were saying um, questions about YouTube shorts. Um, somebody was disagreeing with what I said. I am totally open to hearing what, what you have. Feel free to message me, start a thread in the community. I'm always learning um, there. So um, as you have things come up in the YouTube system or elsewhere, message in the community, attend future masterminds, and we'll go from there. Everybody, you are awesome. I apologize I wasn't able to get everybody's questions and say hi to everybody, uh, but you're awesome, and we will see you around. Keep working through everything. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.